0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is Jonathan Sanford, Senior Vice President for External Affairs at GBA. I'm delighted to be able to introduce you to Amanda Darlington, who's the newest member of the team. Uh, very excited about what she'll be bringing to uh, our efforts and as we continue to expand the advocacy work here at GBA.
1: Hello everyone, very happy to be here, very excited.
0: Yeah, we're very excited because this is an opportunity for us to really, I think, raise our advocacy game to the next level. Uh, As I've been thinking about the advocacy work, uh, one of the areas I think there's a tremendous opportunity for us is increasing our promotional advocacy with policymakers, both in Congress, in the new administration, as well as in state capitals around the country. And so having someone dedicated to that uh, work, I think, is going to be really helpful for us. As you all may remember, we had sent out a survey to the full membership last fall asking ways that they would like to see us, the activities they'd like to see us take on. In 2021, in terms of our advocacy reach and engagement. And not surprising, there were three that stood out at the top of the list of, of, of a long list of ways to engage. The first was membership meetings with federal and state policymakers, the second was proactive initiatives to make FDI an economic priority. And the third was educational briefings on Capitol Hill. I'm very excited to say that a lot of those are gonna be the focus for Amanda in this new role. We think that it's really important that we actively promote the benefits of international companies and what they're doing and how they're contributing to communities across the country. And so being able to really have someone on the team who's solely devoted to that engagement and education of policymakers, both at the federal but also at the state level, uh, is really going to be beneficial and help us raise our game. So uh, Amanda, maybe uh, we could just kick things off enough for me. I'd love to hear more from you. Uh, could you talk a little bit about yourself and uh, your, your prior experience before coming on board?
1: Great. So I'm an attorney by trade. I grew up in Florida, undergrad law school. After law school, I decided I didn't want to be a state prosecutor and uh, went to uh, Congresswoman Debbie Washington Schultz District Office and worked on Affordable Care Act rollout, um, getting constituents the information and the locations and all that great stuff that they needed, which was just wonderful because I was deciding whether I wanted to be an attorney or not. (laughs) And uh, in that decision making, ended up leaving the district office and going to rider trucking and working on global compliance issues, particularly conflicts of interest, DOJ issues, EAR issues, and all of that really, really interesting foreign regulatory Department of Justice issues, which was just incredible. However, been in Florida my whole life and uh, really wanted to make the move to DC and uh, decided to. Jump and do it, just cold turkey. Do it and uh, moved up to D.C. Literally begged Congressman Hastings and his chief of staff for a job, and uh, he and his chief of staff thought it was hilarious. And of course, I was I was involved in the and I was involved politically uh, in South Florida. The congressman has been my congressman m- my entire adult life, uh, young and adult life. So, but he thought it was funny and. He threw me a bone and gave me a fellowship. He got and he got a free attorney on staff um, for a couple months, and I and I worked on the Hill, and that was an incredible experience, uh, particularly because of his his committees, the Rules Committee, and uh, he's also an attorney by trade. He used to be a federal judge as well, and and his work on the Helsinki Commission, which is incredibly incredibly interesting, with those partnerships um, with the U.S. and and Europe, and keeping those lines of communication and collaboration and. Uh, open. It, it was really, really interesting. And after leaving the congressman's office, I worked for another trade association and uh, went into corporate for a while as well, and have now landed at uh, the Global Business Alliance, which I'm so excited about, particularly because I will say I am very uh, nerdy about these issue areas, Uh, tax, trade, China, um, all of the things, supply chains, particularly infrastructure and um, all of these incredible member companies and just. You know, continuing to bring their voices to the table and build those relationships with policymakers, I think are just crucial, particularly after we're coming out of COVID-19 and we've all seen personally, professionally, economically, health wise, all of the things. how we really need to recover and i think you know fdi is such a huge part of that calculation when we're talking about the u.s economy so it's just an incredible incredible opportunity to to be a part of those conversations and continue to drive those forward
0: that's that's great amanda thank you for uh, giving us a little bit of background about yourself uh would be interested to talk a little bit more about the role as, as i mentioned at the top this is a different role than we've ever had at gba a new role and we're very excited about it uh, you know The feedback from membership was clearly to become more actively engaged in promoting the benefits of international companies and making sure that there's broader awareness for what uh, GBA members are doing. Obviously, the uh, pandemic has accentuated what we had seen uh, for several years in terms of growing skepticism for globalization on a bipartisan basis. And so uh, I think this is going to, you're uh, joining the team is at a, a really critical time. Can you talk a little bit about how you're seeing the role as as you're uh, jumping in just a couple weeks into the position and, and kind of what your focus is?
1: Great. Um, and I also, too, I'd love to piggyback off of a word you used earlier, um, promotional advocacy and tying that really into one of the three core responsibilities of, the, of this role and tie that into educational briefings, because the first thing that I thought of, was education 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 you know particularly when we're talking about supply chain issues and national security and what the biden administration and and this democratic congress is really looking to achieve um for the u.s economy i think education is so crucial in really breaking out what the complexity of supply chains look like and what that looks like from a from a u.s perspective is not a u.s perspective it's a global perspective right and when we're talking about Foreign direct investment. We're talking about companies that provide millions of jobs in the US and provide that balance and um, foundational infrastructure for the US economy. And I think this is why education is so important because um, You know, I think words like manufacturing and also infrastructure have become so politicized and really piecing out um, what it actually looks like. And I think just really explaining in a very granular detail, but that's what education is, right? Of how the world is becoming, how the world is interconnected. This isn't a shift that's happened, you know, in a short period of time, you know, post World War II, post US industrialization, we've seen a globalizing of, of, of supply chains, of infrastructure, of, of, of manufacturing, and really just continuing GBA's um, drive to educate and um, prioritize economic development in the U.S.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's very hard to put a national flag on any company that operates cross-borders. We're as as global as a U.S. uh, multinational, our membership, and so uh, being sure that policymakers recognize the realities of a 21st century economy is is critical. So Amanda, we're very excited to have you on board, as I mentioned earlier, and very uh, interested in hearing a little bit about how you're perceiving the political and policy landscape over the next hundred days or so. I'd be interested as you're getting up to speed what you uh, plan to be focused on as well, uh, and maybe can explain what you're prioritizing as you get going.
1: Great. I would say infrastructure right off the bat. Infrastructure and environmental stewardship, which is also really lucky for us and our membership because that's also on the administration's mind right now as well along with businesses and and folks around the country so it's perfect timing Uh, and the great thing about GBA and its memberships in particular is that our members have a really great story to tell as they are leaders on both of these issues um, particularly drawn from their global experiences um, and their global connections and I think really focusing on not only maintaining the bridges that GBA has already built, but also creating new ones with members that we might not have been as engaged with in in the past, but also new members. Because another great thing about this moment in time is it's a new administration and it's a new Congress. And that's a great opportunity for us as a trade association, but also also for our members and member companies to really engage in a very exciting time, particularly since it's the first 100 days and our issues are the priority of the administration and Congress right now. So we're also really poised to be in a great position. And of course, manufacturing and workforce development, because you can't talk about um, GBA issues and not not mention manufacturing and all of the jobs that our member companies create around the country, all of the training our member companies do, re-workforce development around the country. And the leaders that our members that our members are on the environment in in our country, um, and all of just the foundational infrastructure that they provide as well. And I think the great thing about FDI is um, it's a great story jobs, 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 and we can point to that particularly coming off of this economic recovery that we are going through right now in the U.S.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank thank you, Amanda. Uh, you mentioned manufacturing. I know that the lion's share of FDI goes into manufacturing. I think that point you make about workforce training is also very important because uh, we see workforce training excellence, not just in manufacturing sector, but really in a number, a variety of variety of of sectors, whether it be uh, the financial sector or wholesale trade, or uh, if we look at uh, what our companies in the insurance sector, uh, sector are doing it's really uh, great to see how our companies are applying that world-class know-how uh, to america's workforce and so i know that that'll be an area that you'll be looking to uh, really make sure that policymakers have a have a good grasp and, and awareness of as we kind of think about uh, longer term uh, um, <clears throat> you know beyond uh just the next uh, through through the spring and into the summer you know, longer term, how do you see this role helping to shape uh, our advocacy work?
1: Great, great question. I think, going back to my bridge example, because I like it, um, creating those new bridges, you know, I think there are so many different ways to leverage subject areas, but also um, congressional leadership in ways that we might not have leveraged in the past, particularly picking on some caucuses that we might not have reached out to in the past. And by not reach out to in the past i mean um non-subject matter areas so maybe a non-tax non-manufacturing non non, um, workforce development but some of those other caucuses that particularly a lot of new members of congress but members of congress also care about like cbc and chc or the artificial intelligence caucus and really just like building new bridges with passion projects of, of representatives that we can dive in and and Build an immediate connection, build a relationship that will also help us leverage issue areas that are a focus to us. So going back into tax and trade, but really just, um, and I think it'll be really exciting to create new connections to help us with our old ones and to help us continue in our mission.
0: Yeah, I think that broadening of our brand to achieve our mission is critical. I think that's going to be a central focus. And I, I think exactly what you said, being able to take our message and make sure that, It uh, resonates and and is better understood by a broader uh, uh, group of members of Congress is is going to be critical, as well as the administration. I know you're also going to be uh, helping us uh, with our Jumpstart American Jobs Tour that we're doing with governors. I'm very excited about the uh, first one that we're going to be hosting. Uh, But do you want to talk a little bit about uh, some of that work?
1: Great. Um, Also, another very exciting initiative. Um, reaching out to governors around the country, and also just another wonderful event that's going to highlight our member footprints in those particular states, um, which again, jobs, 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 um, and all of the community outreach and and really just, you know the relationships that our member companies have already built in in these states is incredible. And the opportunity to highlight that with governors is just great. and I think'll be very fruitful particularly as we and colleagues work on state legislation in their states. It's building those relationships at the gubernatorial level is just crucial, particularly just having state experience myself. um, A lot of the staff members just diving a little bit deeper under the governor, they move around, they move around, they become governors in the next few years, they become state legislators and building those relationships are just really important
0: great amanda well i really appreciate you taking the time to uh tell us a little bit about yourself and your interest I-, I am curious you know as a final question as you were preparing for the interviews uh did anything about our membership as you were doing the research uh, stand out to you or catch your eye
1: definitely i would say all of the membership catch my eye pretty much these are such a wonderful collection of companies and brands that i grew up with that i recognize particularly a honda civic was my first car so when i saw honda north america that just warmed my heart a bit but also um, my college days of and adult days of shopping at ikea but honestly just going through the member list i just i feel like i have personal connections with so many and and that just makes me feel even more empowered and excited to showcase our membership and the great work to, the recognizable brands in the u.s that they have and just all of the community engagement and consumer base that they have in the in the states is just—it's really, really exciting. I'm looking forward to it, and that personal connection just makes it better.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, thank you so much, and I just encourage everyone in the membership to please reach out to Amanda, let her welcome her to the team, and uh, share a little bit about what what you all have going on around the country.
1: Yes, thank you. Please, I second and third that. I'd love to hear from you all, and I'm so excited working with you all and and showcasing the wonderful work that your companies do around the country.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, everyone.